Hey everybody, welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David. Great, great show today all about Europe. We have Stephen of Prohibition Partners, uh, which publishes multiple reports about the cannabis industry in Europe. So we're going to learn lots about Europe today. We talk specifically about Germany and Spain and Italy and Ireland and the UK and Brexit and the fascinating cultural and political shift that's happening with cannabis in Europe right now. You're going to learn a ton. I learned a ton. Tune in, listen up, get acquainted. Stephen, thanks so much for being with us. Welcome. Perfect. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Let's get you started on an easy one. What is Prohibition Partners? Sure. So Prohibition Partners, in, its, in, in essence, is an insights and intelligence company for the European cannabis industry. So what we do in Prohibition Partners is we work with investors, entrepreneurs, regulators to identify and understand both the commercial and the social opportunities available for and within the European cannabis industry. So we, I suppose, bring some light on what is quite a complex market, uh, but a quickly evolving uh, market. Yeah, no, uh, fascinating topic. I think uh, many people think of Canada or maybe California, where I am today, when they think about uh, cannabis globally. Um, but let's dive in a little bit. What should we know about European cannabis that, that we may not know today? <laughs> Sure. I, I suppose for when when I talk to to, to North American audiences, what is you know there there is there is some some level of similarities in relation to there is forty just over forty markets in in Europe, uh, forty individual countries. Each of those countries have uh, separate legislation and regulation uh, regarding how they're governed. Uh, laws, local laws, and I suppose um, ways of business. Uh, plus there is over 22 languages uh, in which to uh, work between uh, in Europe. So it is quite a complex area, just like the U United States. Uh, but I suppose the opportunity within Europe is it does all fall under a single market. And uh, there is uh, a trade agreement within the Eurozone that will mm. eventually make uh, Europe the, the biggest market in the world. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so what's the European Union stance and how does that trickle down to the individual countries? I mean, where, where does the legal line Draw, so, get drawn. So, so, so the European Union hasn't actually uh, made any commentary on the cannabis industry per se at the minute. The, the, the EU will only, I suppose, advance uh, or create legislation based on pressure or, or requests from individual countries. And that hasn't happened yet. Um, there's been no centralized lobbying from a number of countries to provide a, an EU directive. It's very much still done on a country by country basis. Now, I would imagine the EU is holding off until there is a wider body of evidence or a more superior authority who uh, who, who who provides claims uh, and, and evidence for 
uh, or ruling for le- legalization of medical cannabis, such as the, the upcoming uh, UN uh, and World Health Organization's review uh, later this year, or which is kind of currently ongoing, but their review later this year. There may be a comment after that uh, from the European uh, Health Authority and the European Medicines Regulation Authority, but at the minute, uh, They've been quite silent on the matter, uh, despite a number of, of European politicians, so MEPs from countries speaking out. The European Union has yet to, I suppose, have significant input uh, hmm. or be vocal about it, just because, I suppose, there hasn't been a directive yet from the individual member states. Got it. Yeah, very interesting. Um sort of similar to to our federal system except there's a lot more power in our federal system i think um so just off the top of my head i know about germany spain italy i think there's 12 uh, that have some cannabis legalization 12 european countries um maybe if we could if we could just go through some of them briefly and you give me just sort of like the the couple lines that we need to know there sure this 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 we we say we say we say there's there's twelve markets in Europe that that are legal for medical cannabis, but the state of legality in those countries vary greatly. Yeah. So in a market, say in Ireland, where technically it's it's legal, uh, there's been ooh, well, there's been around five prescriptions made in the past year and a half. Got it. And all of those prescriptions has been signed off directly by the Minister for Health. Mm, uh, I see. So, yep. so it's not really a, a market for a market of such. Now, the door has been opened, and there's been a lot of discussion in that market. But, you know, the, the where the markets where there's actually a fully functioning uh, cannabis industry, I would say probably goes maybe five, five to six. So, so the biggest of which is Germany. So Germany, which went fully legal last year. Uh, currently is around 33,000 patients. Um, and, and when you say fully legal, what, what does fu- that fu- mean? Fully, fully medical legal. So, me- fully medical, so, yeah. So, 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 so Europe, yeah. Europe is a long way off recreational. Yeah. Uh, it's Just wanted it's, to clarify there. And, then, sure. and so what does that mean as a German citizen? Um, how much access do you have to medical marijuana? Anybody, and there's, I think they listed uh, around... 25 different conditions on which, or well, they actually suggested 25 conditions uh, on which doctors could prescribe uh, medical cannabis for. Well, but there's they 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 also gave doctors almost a, a blank book uh, in terms of what legally they can prescribe for. So 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 they're not uh, they 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 they're not limited to those to those. Uh, conditions, but there it's it's more for 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 guiding uh, for 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 guiding uh, physicians and, and doctors in the country. But the actual access to to medical cannabis in Germany has been has been delayed uh, mainly due to not only supply as such, but I would say the knowledge base and the understanding and education of medical cannabis from the professional community so it's it 
you've got maybe around 4% of, of doctors in Germany who are actually prescribing medical cannabis. And medical cannabis is, is still supplied through the, the, the regular channels. So there's not the, you know, the direct to patient distribution platforms uh, as so you would get it from a normal pharmacy. You, you would get a you prescription. Get, and... ex- exactly, yeah. and 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 it's been regulated in that way uh, to ensure that everybody, uh, I suppose, that it gets treated like uh, like an actual medicine, mm-hmm. and also uh, that there is control over the supply uh, of uh, of of the as they would as they would de- deem it a narcotic. Got it, and so. Uh... Look, in California, even up until 2018, you would go to the doctor and not your regular doctor, you know, you would go to a a specific doctor and they'd be happy to write you a prescription for anything from sleeping to, you know, my life hurts. Um, (laughs) How easy is it in Germany? We'll get to some of the other countries, but, you know, can a normal person get get a cannabis prescription? They can, you know, I, I would say around 65 to 70 percent of the prescriptions uh, written in Germany are for pain. Now, mm-hmm. you know, pain is obviously very hard to test for. Um, and there is it's 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 very hard to kind of to debate on whether those claims are right. uh, uh, are, are accurate or whether they are uh, inflated based on uh, desire to access cannabis but I would I would imagine uh, based on the price point for, for medical cannabis that they are patient focused and actually are authentic mm-hmm. uh, when you look at the price point for uh, for, 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 for medical cannabis in in, in, in Germany you're looking at a price that is around thirty to thirty-five percent above uh, black market prices, hmm. so it is maybe probably a little bit higher, depending on depending on on, on on where you're going. But you're 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 going for you're going for a quite a quite a big quite a big um, quite a big gap between the legitimate uh, path to access to to to, to, to quality medicine. And your, uh, your 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 black market supply. Yep, totally. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, and then when you get that prescription and you go to the pharmacy, what are you actually picking up? Is it flowers or oil or what are you getting? So, the, it's at the minute it's 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 all flour, uh, and that flour comes from majority of it comes from Canada. But uh, we're now seeing uh, Canada, Canada, the Netherlands. But we're now seeing we're now seeing uh, agreements being signed between Jamaican suppliers, between uh, Colombian suppliers, and Australian suppliers. Uh, a wider field suppliers now are, are looking to enter the German cannabis industry. Because it still cannot support itself from its from, from 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 its own domestic cultivation, because it still hasn't happened, despite uh, despite that being a main selling point of of, of the government of the government when uh, when they when they introduced when they introduced the uh, the, 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 the 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 legislation. 
you you still have uh, flour being the main product on the market. There are two oils which I'm aware of that are uh, oils are legal, but for some reason they haven't been. There's only one that have, that's uh, EU GMP approved, uh, and that is currently being rolled out uh, in that's currently being rolled out in Germany. But there is a I, I, for both from patient and from, uh, from, from, from professional medical uh, backgrounds, there's a preference on oils uh, for when prescribing for patients. There's a preference from patients of using oils when consuming in Germany. So I would mm-hmm. imagine the switch is going to happen. Now, what happens is a lot of patients will use the, the flour and then process it at home. Or mm-hmm. you know, or or, or 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 use quite advanced uh, vaporization tools, or, or 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 whatever, or what have you. So to, they to, really want the oil. They Germans want the oil. Yeah, they, the they, oil. They, they do, and they, they they see it as a as a healthier alternative. I think anything anything seen as 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 smoking is has has significant negative health connotations so sure. yeah there's 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 a real uh, focus to to move away from that uh, both from you know from from a patient perspective and certainly if you are a if you're a doctor prescribing it very few doctors are going to prescribe something that resembles uh, or, or, or that requires you to to to, to smoke so they're not so, prescribing joints. They're not prescribing they, joints. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, now, yeah. you know what is happening in Germany is uh, a whole array of, of products are going to be going to be included. So, oils, gels, capsules, uh, ointments, and uh, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 wide range of products that are available in in North America. Sure. They will. Uh, they will. St- become recognized in in europe but so far it's 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 oil and it's oil and flour that are up to european regulation which is much higher than anywhere else in the world uh and it is uh it's 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 they're the only products available on the market Interesting, yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, that most of that cannabis is being imported from Canada, um, and it is cool to see sort of international trade develop in the cannabis industry. But it brings up an interesting question. I mean, do these individual countries need to produce their own cannabis? Yeah, it it it, it does bring. You know, we if we take a short term if we take a short term uh, view of this, the, the answer is. Probably yes, because supply is so limited. When you look at so many, such an increase in demand as legalization grows country by country. However, long term, the 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 product becomes a commodity, and you have low cost producing. Uh, you know, it's 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 quite costly to produce, uh, or it can be, and. What the current market cost is, you know, you can get or purchase wholesale a gram for a dollar under a dollar. That's going to be when big markets like Colombia or Africa, Eastern European markets come on stream with uh, high volume production capabilities. 
that price is really, really, really going to sink. So I don't, I don't think there's, there's a requirement for each country to cultivate and to produce. However, governments may want to, one, control supply and quality, uh, see it as, a, as, a, as an opportunity to create a smart economy and smart jobs. Uh, and yeah, certainly see, there's see, tax revenue to be had there. And um, see that, that, yeah. that it could potentially bolster uh, regions or areas uh, of a country that may have suffered uh, neglect or uh, have been in decline for, for, for a while. So, you know, it's, 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 it, it can be used to uh, re-energize uh, a city or a town that uh, that could that could do that that could that could that could benefit from 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 such a growing and in demand industry. Yeah, uh, but I, I want to talk. Think, about... I, I don't ahead. think Sorry. I think I, you know, I don't think that it's required for 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 every country. I, I from a from a economies of scale and uh, competing, you know, a high high cost country like Denmark competing with uh, with with Colombia on cost it's 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 not I, I don't know how that's going to play out it'll be very interesting and um, we, we can talk a little bit more about that of what's happening uh, in, in that market but uh, uh, you know unless trade a whole trade wars break out uh, I don't really see I don't really see uh, Medicine being used as as a as as a, a as a tool as a leverage tool for 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 trade negotiations. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there's many commodities um, that are only produced in certain countries, and that's why we have trade and we focus on the things that that we're good at and that we produce well. Um, I I see it the same way, even if there is sort of a band aid or a, or a bridge to get there um, locally. Let's talk uh, a little bit more about some of the other countries specifically. So uh, you mentioned Spain. Um, I lived in Barcelona for about six months uh, some years ago, and there was cannabis everywhere. Um, it wasn't legal yet, but there was cannabis everywhere. Um, what, what, are you, what are you finding in Spain today? Uh, Spain has, you know, it, it's one of the highest prevalence rates of cannabis within, within, within Europe. Uh, it's been, it's very popular there, both from a, a recreational and, and medical, even though a lot of the supply has been, uh, been through, been through, uh, been through, um, black market, black market uh, producers. But what you have in Spain is you have quite a fractured state in in relation insofar as there's a number of regions uh, which see themselves as quite independent regions. So that would be uh, everything from uh, Catalonia, which is of course you, you you lived you lived you lived there so 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 catalonia is 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 interesting in in that it sees itself quite different to spain and and has its own uh courts and laws even though federally they're uh, overruled uh, by spain but yeah they think they're their own country they but, think exactly yeah. so 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 what you would have seen there and what happens is there is they they allow uh domestic just like amsterdam they allow uh they they, 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 they they allow the sale of recreational cannabis 
uh, within within private members clubs. However, I, you know they don't allow the or the licensing of uh, with it. They don't allow medical cannabis within pharmacies. So it's it's a really odd setup, and 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 I wouldn't really take the, the the Barcelona model as to how it's going to be rolled out in Spain. In Spain, it's been led by uh, some of the big uh, pharmaceutical companies, uh, drug companies who have been specializing in the pharmaceutical space for a number of years and have now the government backing for cultivation and, and research and development. And what they will do is I think Spain will follow, uh, will, will, will probably have two different models. One, it'll follow the German uh, the German model in so far as medical cannabis first, and then it will start looking at giving the region some autonomy, just like the US, for uh, local legislation regarding recreational uh, licensing. So um, you, you've, got, you've got a really interesting country in Spain, um, but it is still... It's 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 one of I suppose the more interesting and, and, and fast moving markets in Europe. But within Spain, they also so Spain, it's it's kind of grey. <laughs> it's very grey at the minute. Uh, there is a new government uh, in place uh, or a new leader uh, of go- of government as of last Friday, uh, who is pro cannabis. Uh, so. You know that that could that could make a big impact on how Spain develops over the next three to six months. But they also Madrid, the government of Madrid also has a lot of pressure from uh, regions who want to legislate and regulate uh, their domestic cannabis industry uh, because they see it as a great opportunity for tax for uh, to, uh, to 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 reduce crime to. To, 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 to improve uh, major social issues uh, and are keen to move on based on what they've seen in, in other legal markets around the world. Hmm. So Spain is, Spain is moving, uh, as is its next-door neighbor, Portugal, uh, who are looking for both kind of an economic, uh, a, an economic boost uh, based on years of a, of a, of a declining economy um, and they are looking at cannabis as potentially their uh, next uh, next major industry in which they can champion mm-hmm. both in Europe and in globally. And what's interesting is of both Spain and uh, Portugal is the relationship they have with South America and Latin America, uh, and both the close political uh, political and business ties. Uh, Plays makes those two markets particularly interesting as a gateway into Europe. So I see. You you you, you know the, the I think the value the value of of, of the, the the shared cultural similarities cannot be underestimated and should be kind of considered uh, for, for, for 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 market strategy or market entry strategy into. When, 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 when entering when entering Europe or when trying to build an international portfolio. Um, so another, you see those as sort so, of as, yeah. a, as a hub, if, if you will, for, for distribution. Uh, yes, uh, you know, also uh, based on climate, potential cultivation, mm-hmm. uh, based on 
to the, the size, you know, that combined, they're very, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very big and lucrative market uh, mm -hmm. in, in, in its own right. So you do, so you do, you know, I, I would, I would say, I would say Spain is, Spain and Portugal are, are very interesting, but, but there's other big markets in Europe as well. There's France, uh, which is actually Europe's biggest uh, cannabis consumer, <laughs> but it's currently illegal. Uh, now there is movement and, uh, 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 and President Macron did say or signal that he did want to legalize medical cannabis and there's been a number of French politicians who've been making noise over the last few weeks and months so mm -hmm. things are happening there uh, in another market such as Italy where there's also been a new government uh, it's all happening in Europe uh, there it, Italy is kind of not this I think it's the second it was the second market in Europe to legalize medical cannabis uh, so what you have is you have a very unique uh, and Italian solution to medical cannabis so because they were one, they were the second to do it and, and, and didn't have uh, much evidence or you know uh, guidelines on which they could they could they could go on they kind of outsourced their operations to the medical institution within the military so the military uh, division within the army was responsible for implementing uh, the medical cannabis industry within Europe and working within the health working with the health authorities I suppose because you know a, a lot of uh, politicians their understanding of cannabis is 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 is, is, is going to be skewed and flawed uh, and a lot of us uh, Nixonian uh, you 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 have uh, you 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 have this approach um, being considered being considered by by, by other nations but it, but in your in, in Italy how it's done is the the the, the, the army is responsible for uh, cultivating and supplying the na the national and domestic markets now that is insane if we just stop for a second as Americans the idea that the military is in charge of growing the cannabis is uh it's quite shocking. It's yeah, it's 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 pretty shocking. Now, as you can imagine, they lack uh, they lack the the skills, you know, to 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 to, to grow high quality, wide range uh, wide range medicine. They're limited to, um, I think, two varieties, uh, two varieties of two varieties of, of 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 medical cannabis, which have limited therapeutic value, and quite a high cost of uh, production so a lot of patients also rely on imported uh, cannabis from the Netherlands uh, which is also turns out to be quite costly so Italy is suffering uh, from high cost of low-grade uh, medical cannabis so you know there's still being a lot of the domestic market is still relying on on uh, on uh, black market imports f from their neighboring from their neighboring countries mm -hmm. yeah um yeah you talked about the netherlands briefly uh they've been 
legal there for some time, but the cultivation and distribution uh, is not legal in the Netherlands, which creates a very interesting situation similar uh, to what uh, we had in California prior to just 2018. No, um, well, well yeah. med- medical cannabis, cultivation, distribution of medical cannabis is legal. So you have, you, you have Bedrocan, uh, who have been European champions and international champions uh, of, of, of medical cannabis. Uh, since 2003, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and they have, you know, there's also there's there's one other license uh, which is kind of mainly around R and D, but they are the main cultivators and suppliers of medical grade cannabis in in in, uh, in 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 Netherlands. But if you look at it from a recreational point of view, which you know everybody has seen videos or you know films that have people in Amsterdam and in Amsterdam you can happily or what is it is a uh, uh, Pulp Fiction you can you, you, you can you can you can you can happily go in you can happily go into to 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 a shop and you know a coffee shop and and, and purchase any cannabis that you want now the laws for these cannabis shops is is crazy there they, it's legal to sell it within those cannabis shops but it's illegal for people to supply them it's illegal to cultivate it's illegal to hold a certain amount of products on the site and so on and so forth so there's a lot of it's 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 still very gray but there's new legislation in place in the netherlands to support the cultivation of the recreational market to bring in standards systems uh legislation laws and so forth to 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 clean up i suppose the 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 gray image of 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 the recreational market in the netherlands but you know that's that's a that's that industry alone like the the we have we 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 estimate we estimate it within the next within the next probably Eight years, Netherlands alone is going to be worth around five and a half billion, mm-hmm. which is which is quite which is quite significant uh, for, for 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 the size for the size of of, of, of the market. There's there's seventeen million people living uh, living in living in the Netherlands. Yeah, no, it's uh, bigger than I think most people realize. What, what's the difference of the sort of product that you would get through the medical system in the Netherlands versus what you would get in a shop in Amsterdam? Um, one of one of one of the differences is, and I'll give you, I'll, I'll just give you kind of what is beautiful uh, about the European system is that Europe is going to a lot of the legislations that are passed down by governments in Europe, especially if it's focused on medical cannabis, uh, stipulate that the health insurers, either the state health insurers or private health insurers. Are required to pay for prescriptions. Mm. So you have around in Germany, for instance, you've around seventy-three percent of insurance companies, be it state or private, that have paid for all the prescriptions to date. So if you're a producer, you already know that seventy or eighty percent of your uh, sales are going to be paid up front. It's a it's. It's quite a, a boost to to, 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 to to you know to, to know how your market is, is going to grow and to, to, to properly forecast and predict 
uh, sales and income. <laughs> Got it. Interesting. A um, couple others that I want to talk about. You're currently in the UK. Um, where does the UK stand on on cannabis? Uh, <laughs> it's it's a conservative government. Uh, conservative country. Um, the UK is is, is 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 complicated. You have uh, quite a. You've got around forty nine percent of the public are very vocal and support medical cannabis reform. You have seventy five percent, and this is a crazy thing. You have seventy five percent of the population who say doctors should be able to prescribe for it. Mm. So you've you've actually quite high majority of people in favor of patients getting access to medical cannabis. Yep. Uh, however, where the government has, has, has hidden behind is, just like Europe and other markets, is there is no, they, they, you know, they cite lack of evidence, uh, just as they would do for other, uh, other drug, uh, drugs or new drugs. So they are hiding behind the World Health Organization's review of uh, of, 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 of medical cannabis. But uh, in Europe uh, and in the UK, CBD is, CBD is totally legal. Now, the percentage of, of that CBD and what percentage TPC uh, changes is, 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 is quite different. But, you know, you have uh, CBD, a lot, uh, quite a big CBD market in the UK, uh, which is growing as it applies itself to health, beauty, uh, well-being, food and drink, and, and and other industries. So, the CBD industry within Europe is quickly growing, while uh, the you know be it the 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 the, the wider uh, THC, I suppose plus medical cannabis market is 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 following in its footsteps. Got it. And and how does Brexit impact all of that? Uh, who knows. Uh, it's 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 something it's something which which we kind of happened. We haven't really tackled too much because uh, you know it's there's there's too many variables uh, still still in place, especially for you know especially when looking at when looking at uh, the, the 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 you know. We, we we don't know how how it will impact the trade agreement with Europe. We don't know how it will impact uh, the validity of 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 the currency. Uh, we don't know how it'll impact simple things like uh, movement of movement movement of trade or, or movement of um, movement of talent. And so, if we want to create a domestic industry, we'll have to import talent from all over all over the world, and and we usually you know heavily rely on, on Europe for, for 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 that talent. We don't know how that's going to affect. Uh, we don't know how that's going to affect with Brexit. So we haven't really done too much on it because you just kind of you can go down a rabbit hole and get uh, incredibly depressed about mm, yeah. how <laughs> the, the how, how the British have shot themselves. Uh, in boat feed uh, with this with this with this vote yep yep yeah cannabis isn't at the top of the priority list uh, <laughs> no, for, no, for no, brexit no. Um, 
Okay, then finally, uh, Ireland, your home country. Uh, what what do you know about Ireland and cameras? I I know probably more than I can say, um, <laughs> which is which 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 is pretty much about every country as well. So I'm 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 trying to give you top line, but somewhat informative. Uh, Ireland is Ireland is fascinating because Ireland has one of the the the, the richest and most advanced uh, pharmaceutical industries uh, in the world. Uh, so it's home to a lot of European headquarters of the likes of Pfizer, uh, Beckett's, uh, and 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 others who are, are GSK are also there who are um, active mm-hmm. and present in Europe. So there's a huge wealth pool of uh, of 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 health talent and IP in Europe. Plus, Ireland also has quite a, uh, I suppose, European leading agricultural base as well. Uh, and so it's, it's, they have a very interesting uh, foundation for, uh, for, 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 for being, you know, being involved within this space. And because I would say Ireland is, especially after, after, after the recent, uh, there, was a, there, was a, there was a vote there uh, a referendum to two two weeks ago, uh, on on you know not this not this it's 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 related but 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 on abortion, uh, which was voted in favour I think sixty nine or seventy percent uh, majority. So 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 Ireland is is, is quite a progressive progressive country, yep. uh, and they are always looking for the next. Uh, as you know, as a small island, they are looking for the next major. Uh, thing and, and how they can capitalize on it. So, I wouldn't be too surprised if, uh, if 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 Ireland, you know, attempts to capitalize its unique position. One of those being, and it will be. And this is this is this is a very important point of the only English speaking member of the European Union once mm. the UK leaves. Mm. Well, that's that, that's yeah. massive. That's fascinating. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it quite that way. Um, how about culturally? Uh, Ireland's identity is so closely tied to alcohol, probably stereotypically. But um, <laughs> what, what is the sort of sentiment about cannabis, uh, I guess, in, in Ireland? Yeah, I think I think a little bit of a stereotype going in there. But, uh, but you know... Um, what you, you you have majority in favor. So I think in Ireland, uh, the, 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 you've got 69% in favor of, uh, of legalizing it for medical cannabis. Mm-hmm. So, 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 you know, you, you, the, there's been stories all over, both in Ireland, uh, in the UK and, and Europe of, of highlighting, uh, what happens when patients are denied access to quality medicine? And a lot of these patients in a lot of these scenarios are children. So you have children with severe epilepsy who either have to emigrate to legal markets so they can get professional treatment for their, uh, for their children, mm-hmm. or they have to rely on breaking the law and becoming criminals. And yep. this obviously gathers or garners uh, quite uh, significant public sympathy and support uh, and why wouldn't it uh, and why shouldn't it so yep. yeah you do have you know the ireland and, and the uk and other european markets are going to be medical first uh mm-hmm. recre- it's it's important to separate out the 
the the the arguments and and what, who you're who you're trying to and what you're trying to do by legalizing by legalizing cannabis. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Um, okay. Shifting gears a little bit. Uh, in addition to publishing these awesome reports, um, I understand you're also raising some money to do some of your own investing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, I'm a partner uh, in a group called European Cannabis Holdings. And what, what we are is we're an investment group focused on uh, European uh, opportunities. So uh, in, it, it'll be kind of based on we've got four key pillars for 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 for, for our group. Uh, we're pro- we're a private vehicle based in uh, based in London. But we have four vehicles which are focused on uh, brand, uh, digital platforms, uh, um, retail, uh, retail uh, research and research and development, and then mm-hmm. other ancillary services. So we're. We're, we're 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 more looking at the wide the industry at the wider industry at large, and looking both at at short term opportunities. So while the market is unfolding, and also the longer term of of how are we positioning uh, ourselves for the you know the three five year opportunities at play. So so we are not so much about touching the plant and, 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 and getting involved in the production of the product, but more uh, dealing with dealing with the, 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 the patient distribution and kind of uh, experiential side of experiential side of, of, of the industry. So what we have is we have quite a close uh, knit of a tight knit of, 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 of investors. Uh, who we've been working with for a while, uh, so we've just uh, just about to close our our initial our initial raise, um, and that capital will be looking to deploy over over the next probably eighteen months. Uh, some of the opportunities we will be incubating and, and developing ourselves, while some we will be looking and actually seeking for investments uh, around Europe. Now that could be international investments of companies looking to enter Europe, or that could be European-based uh, companies. So as long as our expertise and our skills are very much European-focused, uh, and that's where we can offer the most value. So it's in our interests uh, to uh, to support a European venture, and um, it's kind of one of the, the 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 reasons why we're doing it is the the the, the industry needs both the capital support and also uh, the knowledge support of, of 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 launching a business within this industry. So, be it uh, regulation, regulatory affairs, uh, market intelligence, business strategy. Uh, simple things like branding uh, product development that's we've got quite the, the the team in place that can that can deliver all of those services as, as long as, yeah, as, no. as so it's 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 kind of it is the it is it's 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 an ambitious uh, group but you know we we've seen it when it Works. It can be extremely successful. Uh, you can, you know, I can probably name you five uh, core institutions in in North America that are doing it uh, extremely well. Uh, and we would look to not just replicate but improve on that uh, within the European within the European market. 
Yeah, sounds like you're uh, you're well positioned to do that. Um, and then you just had this Cannabis Europa conference um, just last month or a couple of weeks ago. How did that turn out? Great. So we co-founded, uh, um, having been having been to, to to one or two events in Europe, um, we decided that um, I suppose the standard wasn't uh the wasn't what we wasn't what we expected and the topic and focus of the conferences weren't based on european issues they were i suppose international issues that were just discussed in a european uh, european environment uh so 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 we thought we could you know we, we, we could do much better uh and we we, we co-partnered with our with a company uh, london group called and we associates to create um, to create cannabis Europa. So what we wanted the vision for cannabis Europa we wanted to create was develop Europe's premier medical cannabis conference, uh, where we could talk, where we could bring together uh, leaders uh, and decision makers on health uh, policy, science, and business, uh, both within Europe and international, to discuss the key issues that were. Uh, affecting the European cannabis industry. So that could be everything from patient access to uh, lack of investment to legislation uh, legislation changes or uh, lack of lack of regulate lack of regulation or pressure on regulators. Um, and what we did is we, we held it on the we held it in the, the world famous Barbican uh, in in London on the twenty second of May, and we had we completely kind of uh, didn't expect the the, the 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 response we would get. We had around sixty speakers uh, from over thirty countries, uh, uh, and around four hundred and fifty uh, attendees. At the at, at at the conference, when I say it was uh, it, it was a very kind of content and business and network focused event uh, where we uh, where we were already impressed by not only the the, the, the feedback from all of the attendees there, uh, but also the a lot of the the media coverage and the media coverage that we got from it that. Uh, was 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 European wide and and pushed forward the European agenda, which was which was great. Uh, we were also kind of inspired to 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 uh, to, to to I suppose um, to really continue to promote Europe and you know grow the the, the, the European the European uh, the European network. Yeah, sounds like a great event. I'm I'm sorry that I missed that one. Um... It's kind of switching gears here. Last line of questioning: What's your own personal relationship with cannabis like? Uh, I suppose I had I, I, why I got into it. I, I'd always been I'd always been uh, fascinated by it uh, because of the, the how it can be applied and 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 the the the, the facets that it touches. So you know, its social implications, its legal implications, its business. Uh, business uh, aspect of it the fact that this was probably and probably is the most desirable consumer brand in the world or consumer product in the world that uh, was you know federally 
or internationally illegal. Uh, the fact that I was I was fascinated from it, you know, not this. I had I had direct uh, direct um, relationships who were who were who were using it, but I was aware of and knew of multiple patients who had been using it. Uh, and using it for a number of years for for all for all types of ailments ailments, and when you see patients being turned into criminals, you know it does it does motivate you, I suppose in in, in a different manner. So I was always fascinated by how this industry uh, how this industry would would advance, and also I suppose I see it as 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 as, as possibly. Uh, the biggest, be it uh, industrial, uh, business, you know, health revolution of uh, 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 of our time. So it was just all too, all too, all too fascinating not to fully immerse ourselves uh, in. Yeah, agreed. That's uh, largely how I feel about it. I just had to be involved. Um, from listening to you, it sounds like uh, most of Europe is really on the cusp of sort of a breakthrough here um, with cannabis. Uh, given how close you are to the industry, how do you feel sort of on on the tip of that horizon? Uh, yeah, like it's it's not just on the tip. I would say it's 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 happening. Uh, uh, it's 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 definitely happening. Uh, we would we we have we have uh, you know apart from those twelve markets that I talked about there's legislation sitting in around six different European parliaments mm-hmm. uh, six different countries so it is it is happening uh, markets are growing uh, you have uh, patient numbers are increasing um, the next you know the next two Years there's going to be an explosion across Europe as, as 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 supply becomes more readily available, uh, distribution becomes greater, uh, and attitudes and education uh, improves uh, across Europe. Well said. Fascinating insights from someone that's very, very close to it. Um, thank you again for being with us. Um, how can our audience help you? Um, anything you want to plug? How can you get the report, the website? It's your chance to uh, talk about. Sure. Well, I suppose we 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 started Prohibition Partners to to help educate. Uh, the, 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 the wider community on, on what was happening in Europe. And to do that, we uh, provide, uh, which, to, which doesn't make much business sense, but we provide the majority of our insights and intelligence for free. Uh, and we do that by uh, creating reports. So we have the European Cannabis Report, uh, which is available for free on our website, prohibitionpartners.com. Uh, we have the European GMP report, which is, I suppose, outlines why the European standards for cannabis is are unique and why they will set the global standards. Uh, we also have a weekly newsletter called European Cannabis Weekly. Um, but we're, you know, I'm, me personally, uh, very interested in discussing uh, 
business opportunities, uh, market development opportunities, investment opportunities, you know, you, you name it, uh, cannabis in Europe, I'm, 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 I'm interested in discussing. So you can, you can get, us, get in contact with us on the website, uh, attend the next Cannabis Europa, or just, just, just follow our newsletter at uh, prohibitionpartners.com. Well, you certainly educated me uh, in this episode on Europe. Thank you so much for joining us. No, thank you for having me. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.